Hi, I'm Wendy Francis, nutrition therapist, emotional eating expert, and entrepreneur. I've helped countless people overcome their obsession with food and weight. Isn't it time you overcame what you had become and ignite who you were meant to be? Your time to become an overcomer starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Overcoming Emotional Eating. In today's episode, I'm actually live on a pre-recorded call talking about stepping into success. We all need to take the first step. And on this call, I'm talking with a client about how and when to do that. Take a listen and continue to keep overcoming. I'm going to go ahead and open up the lines so we can talk connect, communicate, and I can help you guys with anything that you need. Yeah, I got something. I, yeah. uh, I was doing real good with the diet and then came December, November, December, and January and stuff, and I've gone off of it and I've gained about 12 pounds. Well, I mm-hmm. need to get back on it. and I'm really having a hard time because I feel like I've blown it and I need to get back on it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It makes a lot of sense. And uh, I was at the kids' houses. There's a lady that gained 12 pounds. So I'm having a hard time getting started again. But so, yeah. I know I need to. Okay. What you're talking about is very normal. Um, that's why I do so many calls in November and December on, you know, kind of getting ready and holiday stuff and preparation and I've done a number of calls of kind of recalibrating and getting back to it because I recognize that that time of year, November, December, and well, for many I deal people, with depression too, and that's the hardest time for me. Yeah, and that's normal. Um, there, there's it's interesting the research on depression and seasonal affect disorder and what happens during the holidays with the seasons as well as with memories. Right. If we have any kind of negative link to any memories that can come up around holidays. So I totally understand that. And and does your depression impact your eating? Um, yeah, it used to be. It's like uh, it made me kind of want to eat mm-hmm. to just take over for what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, so I, but I got on the diet and I did really good for a while. Oh, I've done good for almost a year. Then over. As I said, December and January stuff, I've just blown it. But got it. I need I need the encouragement to get back on it. <laughs> yeah. So how did you feel when you were on it? When I felt you were, good. Mm-hmm. How so? I, I felt better about myself. How I, so? I don't feel as good now as I did when I was t- losing weight. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about how you felt when you were you know, eating, eating how you were. You mean before I started that? Yeah, before November. Mm -hmm. Well, before November, I, when I started on diet, I felt really good about myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And it even felt better over the depression, really. Mm -hmm. But since, you know, I've kind of broke the wagon a little bit, I just kind of feel like maybe I can't do it. And it's like, yes, I can. You can. How did you feel in your body, though? 
because you told me you felt good. It sounds a little bit more cognitive. Like, how did you, how did you feel? Not necessarily like what weight did you lose, but like, how did you feel inside your body? I felt better um, because I was losing the weight around my middle and stuff like that. And, you know, a couple of people said something about it and I felt pretty good about it. Okay. What about your energy levels, your sleep patterns? Energy levels low. Was it low even before? Yeah. Okay. But uh, sleep patterns, I, I sleep, but I, what I do is I sleep in the bed about two, three hours, and then I get up and come down the recliner and sleep. I can't make it in the bed all night. Okay. I don't know why, but I just can't do it. I toss and I turn and I try this and I try moving that way, and of course I'm bothering my husband, but I don't worry about him. I just try to get myself comfortable, but I can't. So every night I come down and sleep in the recliner the rest of the night, and I sleep really good. Okay. So I feel pretty good in the mornings mm-hmm. as far right. as my sleep. Okay. Did that shift at all when you were eating different? That's the same thing as what I was doing. Okay. So you didn't really feel a whole lot of difference in your body. Yeah. That's something I want you to think about if there's any nuance. Because there, there, so there's a few reasons, right? We, we slip off a program or a plan when, you know, life happens, right? Holidays happen, uh, depression can increase, oh, yeah. um, you know, lots of different people bring over cookies, whatever that is, lots of different reasons why we slip off a plan. And then what I try to think about is what did you, okay, so why did you initially seek out the plan? And then how did you feel while you were doing it? Because it's those feelings that bring us back to the change. And that's what I'm trying to help you connect to. Well, I did not feel good about myself before I went on the diet. Mm-hmm. And as I said, I started feeling, once I was losing some weight, I was feeling better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was really helping me. But as I said, this past few months has kind of been hard. Got it. And okay. I, I just need, I know I need to start again. Because? what I need to do. Because I've gotten in the habit now, you know, I'll just eat this piece of cake or I'll just eat that piece of fried chicken or I'll just eat, you know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Why do you and want after to? After I eat it, I know I shouldn't eat it, but I can't take it back after I put it in there. Right. Why, why do you want to change? Why do you want to go back? I want to go back because I, I know it'll make me feel better. Mm-hmm. It'll help my energy, I think, a little bit this time of year. To mm-hmm. know that I'm losing weight and I'm proud when I go in there mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. But it's just hard right now. Yeah, it is hard. It, and, and depression's hard, which is a different nuance to things. Because depression is filling up a whole lot. Yeah, of, I've had that, been dealing with that for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that helps with that? Um, I take some medication. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not as bad as it used to be. I mean, it was really bad. Mm-hmm. And it's not, they put me on medication. I I went, like, to start with, they kept changing medications on me, and I take two, three different things, two mm-hmm. things for depression. And uh, they got it all adjusted so that it was, seemed to be working pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I think just now I'm just beginning to not feel good about it, but. I think if I get back on the diet again, I think that'll help the depression a little bit. 
Well, it does for, for most people, you know, just a little bit to feel like they're doing something for their health and their body. The, the problem comes with depression is if you have a low day, right, staying with it. That's why I'm trying to find other ways that you can feel like the depression is relieved a little bit. What about exercise? I don't really do anything other than going up down steps. Up, I do sometimes down in the basement and upstairs and all that. But mm-hmm. um, I, I live in the country and I can't walk on these curvy roads, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. with cars coming and all that. I have to mm-hmm. be jumping in the ditch every five minutes. Don't want you to do that. So it's kind of hard to walk, you know, outside. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a couple of obstacles and a couple barriers in your way, which would make sense as to why it's hard for you to get back up and stay up. It doesn't mean that you can't do it. It just shows us that there's some roadblocks, right? One of the roadblocks is depression. Another one of the roadblocks is that you can't get out and move. That movement outside is not just about exercise and losing weight. It helps with sleep. It helps with depression. It helps with serotonin. It helps with dopamine. I mean, there's so many things that body movement does, especially in the outdoor parameter. Yeah, That's I why take I mentioned vitamin that. D too, to, since I don't get that much sunlight. Yeah, vitamin D3 is really helpful with respect to depression too. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. But there's some new research that's come out that says having optimal vitamin D3 levels can help with depression. So wow. I agree with that. That's why I was mentioning getting outside for a walk. I, I don't want you in an unsafe situation, yeah. but I just want you to hear that that can help. But all of those obstacles just let us know that it's going to be a little bit harder for you to get up and on the wagon, so to speak, every day. So what I might tell you to do is to start with just one day, one thing at a time. Just like I was saying in the talk, when we focus on one thing, it really helps us, one thing at a time. And for you, with the difficulties, right, these nuances, it could be that you just focus on getting your fruits and vegetables in. It could be that you just focus on, you know, maybe you sit out in the sunshine on a warm day for a little bit. You know, getting that sunlight on your face just to help with that depression, right? And help with that vitamin D3. Mm -hmm. So understanding that part will help you to kind of go to the next level, focusing on one thing at a time. Because I'm trying trying mm -hmm. to a little bit. I've been eating more fruit the last Mm -hmm. few days. Good. So I tell you to do that for a couple of days and then move into the vegetables, right? Then try and kind of hit your mark on vegetables for a couple of more days. And then make sure you're hitting your mark on fruits and vegetables for a few days. I'm not so drinking can, as much water either, which I know I need to do. So I need that's to okay. on that. Just hold. Before you go to the next level, you see, when the brain does that, Here's the interesting part, right? When I hear that, it tells me that you keep raising the bar for yourself before you even get your hold of the bar. And what the brain likes to do then is go, oh my God, I'm in overwhelm. I'm going to shut down, not do it at all. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Reach the one goal first before you even think about or start the next. 
Well, I know sweets over the holidays were bad for me, but I've tried not to eat as many now. I, I can't. I haven't gone totally off of them yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm working on it. Just one thing at a time. Fruits for a few days, then vegetables. Then make sure you're getting in fruits and vegetables, right? Mm-hmm. Then your water. You see, you stair step it. Go slower with yourself and stair step. You have some other nuances to what's going on. You have some issues with sleeping. You have some issues with depression. Give yourself a little grace to focus on one thing at a time. Okay. Okay. That's really important, especially for anybody that kind of keeps trying to get up and keeps falling down. Focus on one thing at a time. And then I really want you to sit down and think about that why for yourself. And really envision what it felt like when you were on plan and you were feeling good about yourself. Like really think about it because we go over, we kind of gloss over that. Like, oh, well, I felt good when I was doing it. But no, no, I really want you to step back and really feel it. It's like, you know, it's so, for example, Um, and I'll, I'll use an example of myself as a client. If I don't want to go to the gym, I I know some people like working out and I generally am, am, I'm pretty much a liker of working out, but there are, I'm human and there are days where I'm like, Oh, I do not want to go. The truth is 15 miles from here. I guess. Right. Well, I'm not saying that you have to do that. I'm just giving you an example, right? What I do is I, huh? (laughs) With weight, the guy would be embarrassed to go to the gym. <laughs> right. But the important part, what I actually do is I actually have to visualize how I feel after the exercise session is done in order to get myself to go. Because mm-hmm. you've got to connect to the feeling of how you felt when you were doing it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then one thing at a time. Promise? Yes. Okay. I think I can do that. I can do that. Okay. Those are the things I need you to do. And that'll help you move into success. And keep getting on the calls so we can we can help you here too. Yeah, I, I listen to it every week. Good. And stuff. I don't always bring something up, but I listen to it. Good. Okay. Well, now I'm glad you came so I on I guess tonight. I'm at that point now. I need to listen to somebody or talk to somebody. Yeah. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you came on tonight and I'm glad you talked and you know that you can listen back to this on recording too. So you can yeah, keep Friday. hearing my voice. Yeah. I, mean, I, I used to have clients tell me that they'd walk out of my office and hear me for days after session mm-hmm. just because I'm what your mind knows, just putting it into vocal language. So you can listen back to the messages on this recording too in the future. Okay. I'll see if I could do that this week again. Yeah, do that. Excellent. All right. Thank you so much for coming on and keep on keeping on. Just do what I said. One thing at a time, one thing at a time and focus on the why. Okay. Next to that. Okay. 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 All right. Awesome. I'll be thinking about you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend, rate, review, and subscribe. You never know.
who you'll help become the next overcomer.